welcome back to the We Know Fantasy Podcast. A different time, different date of the week, the same We Know Fantasy uh, platform. My name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. I am joined here by both Samuels and Schlanger. Samuels, how are you today, man? Hey, hey, doing great. Leighton Samuels right here. Um, yeah, I have the Samuels versus Schlanger podcast. We we have the Samuels versus Schlanger podcast. Thank you very much. I am Leighton Schlanger, and uh, we are very grateful that that Nate wanted to bring us on to the We Know Fantasy podcast. So uh, we're psyched to be here. Yeah, as you guys uh, heard right there, uh, Leighton Samuels and Leighton Schlanger. Both are here with us. You're a We Know Fantasy Podcast Network regular. You know that these guys are uh, on our podcast network every Tuesday and Friday during the NFL season, fantasy football season, uh, debating with each other on various topics. And they are here today for this very special podcast that we will reveal to you here shortly. Before heading to this this podcast, you heard our uh, we know fancy introduction song, which is brand new to this podcast. Yes. Uh, everyone moving forward will have this uh, new introduction song. It is by Headband on Instagram and SoundCloud. That's Headband with a, uh, uh, let's see, it's a E and an A switched around. So it's H-A-E-D-B-A-N-D uh, on Instagram and, and SoundCloud. So check him out. Does some great Headband. work. Heed, Headband. Head, that. Yeah. Head, headband. Yeah, anyhow, you switch those things around. You can find him on Instagram and, and SoundCloud. He does some great work, and I'm very appreciative of what he did for us here. And uh, that tune is very, very catchy as you uh, probably jammed along as the introduction rolled for this podcast. If you haven't, if you haven't already, uh, myself, Nate, has a full first-round mock draft, the NFL mock draft, live on our website, weenofaces.com. Check that out. And recently, Nick and Will released a Dynasty Indemnity podcast, and they will re- release those throughout the season or the offseason here as this this situation we have uh, progresses. As you know, uh, the NFL season, football season is over. Um, so, you know, content will be rolling out a little less frequently than it did during the season. But uh, stay tuned with us as we bring you the latest and uh, everything that happens in the NFL and fantasy football season or offseason. So I this I should have listened to to Will and Nick's podcast before I did my expansion draft against you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh, that would be beneficial for sure. Those guys really know their stuff, and they spend a lot of time breaking down anything and everything related to dynasty and development leagues. So this podcast is going to be one that's not, uh, you know, what you're accustomed to here on the Wiener Fantasy Network. This is more a, a fun thing for us to do here. Uh, it's not really fantasy football related, but we're going to have some fun with this. This is a scenario where, in, uh, I guess, parallel universes, myself and uh, both of Samuels, <laughs> yeah, both these guys are elected president of the United States, and we have to form a cabinet of NFL players, both active and uh, retired players. So uh, we'll go through, uh, what's it, 14 different cabinet positions? 14 cabinet positions. That's a, It's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. So we'll go through 14 of these. We'll, we'll each, three of us will tell who we pick for which, which of these cabinet positions. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of have a, a different breakdown of, of what we mean by these positions and uh, why these players are of such. So I guess without further ado who do you who do you have as your secretary of homeland security over there 
So before Schlanger jumps in, I am going to take this first one. This is the Secretary of Homeland Security. And when I think Homeland Security, I think protecting your real estate. So my natural pick for this was Joe Thomas. I mean, he is he is he's the epitome of elite real estate protection. Uh, and, and not just not just being really good at his job, he's literally protected the most real estate out of any offensive lineman over the course of his career because uh, he was he was the left tackle for the Cleveland Browns that included quarterbacks uh, Derek Anderson, Charlie Fry, Brady Quinn, Ken Dorsey, Brad Gredkowski, Colt McCoy, Jake DeLome, Seneca Wallace, Brandon Whedon, Thad Lewis, Jason Campbell, Brian Hoyer, Johnny Football, Connor Shaw, Johnny Football's his real name, Josh McCown, Austin Davis, Cody Kessler, Robert Griffin III, post-knee injury, and Deshaun, Deshaun Kaiser, however you say that name. Like, this is a guy who protected everyone, regardless of how good or bad they were at quarterback. That's why I want him as my Secretary of Homeland Security. That is a great analysis of the position. Uh, I wish I thought that far into this position. But I'm going to go with Kyle Juszczyk, the fullback of the 49ers. I went with a guy who stays at home, does his job, protects his quarterback. But when you need him, they step into the big role. You know, uh, as Kyle Juszczyk does, catching the first down pass, maybe a touchdown here or there, stepping up when it's needed, but yet his main position is protecting what is his, and that is the quarterback position, a.k.a. the United States of America. I love that pick because, honestly, uh, fullbacks never get enough credit, bro. Like, fullbacks... Fullbacks do so much, and it is a thankless job in general. And, of course, you would go with check, you 49ers fan, you. Yeah, I guess it's a little uh, little bit of a homer pick for me, but, you know, I have to say he is arguably the best in the game when it comes to that fullback position. It, you're not wrong, and, I, and I, I'm guilty of it, too, um, because, uh, are, oh, are we moving on to Secretary of Education, and is that you or me to start? Yeah, I guess I'll go with this one. Yeah. I'll kick it off, Secretary of Education. I'm going to go with pretty much a— a, uh, I think this is a universal pick for this. Uh, a no-brainer. I'm going on Ryan Fitzpatrick, the quarterback of the Miami what? Dolphins. No. The uh, the the Harvard. I don't know if he graduated from Harvard, but he went to Harvard at least. And uh, you know, this guy scored a 40 out of 50 on the Wonderlick test, which is the, the third highest score in NFL history. So I pretty much went with the smartest guy I know in the NFL, and that's Ryan Fitzpatrick. I went, well, I, you did the opposite of burying the lead. You led with the lead, and um, I was uh, I was gonna claim this a little bit as a Houston Texans homer because he was on the Texans for at least a little bit, and that's the thing about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Everyone who has watched him play football knows that he is not. Physically talented. I mean, he is. Yes, he is an he's an NFL quarterback, so he obviously has talent. But my goodness, the dude outsmarts people. That is how he has survived so long in the NFL. Fifteen years. Fifteen years. And he it's does insane. it by outsmarting defenses. Yeah, absolutely. So he was, yes, he's, he's, also my secretary of education, Ryan Fitzpatrick. There we go. Too deep. We already have a a, a duplicate. Uh like I said, this is pretty much uh one I assumed you would have. Because of the Harvard ties and the one like score and whatnot, I didn't even realize he was on the Texans, which is your team. But yeah, that is one I uh, assumed would be a duplicate here. So 12 positions left. I, I'm sure we'll have a duplicate again. But let's roll into our Secretary of Energy, and this is yours. Yes, and I am very excited about that. I'm, su- I'm supposed to do this one. I, okay. So the Secretary of Energy, thank you, Schlanger. I, n- I really, really wanted to, uh, to put Tyreek Hill in this spot, but I'm not going to do it 
You know why? Because there's a certain guy named Raheem Mostert and his assistant, Matt Breida. And I know you're familiar with this because you're a 49ers fan and all of these guys were 49ers running backs when they were breaking these these records. And just to give you an idea, uh, when I think Secretary of Energy, I think speed. Like, that's what we're looking for in football. In 2018, Matt Breida hit 22.09 miles per hour. That was tops in the league for that season. But then he topped that in 2019 with 22.3 miles per hour. So, so Matt Breida, two seasons in a row, is actually the one bringing the speed. Both seasons, by the way, Tyreek Hill is in, uh, in the NFL. He's just not running that fast. But then 2020 comes along, and Raheem Mostert, <laughs> the new lead back in the, for the 49ers, uh, decides to hit 23.09 miles per hour on a football field. But that's fine, because there was someone else in second place in 2020, um, and it wasn't someone else. It was Raheem Mostert, again, with 22.73, both faster than Matt Breida. All of these, way faster than anything Tyreek Hill has hit. I think Tyreek Hill might have broken 22 miles per hour once or twice over the past three years. But if you want energy, if you want speed, you go to the 49ers running backs for the past three years. And that is Raheem Mostert and his assistant, Matt Breida, who is unfortunately no longer on the 49ers. Who do you got? Yeah, before we hop into mine, uh, I'm glad you said that because I've been arguing that Raheem Mostert is definitely underrated for a long time. And that just goes to show that, you know, historically speaking, he has has recorded the fastest time on an NFL field. Insane. But for my secretary of... Yeah, my sister of energy. I'm going Rob Gronkowski. Yes. So I took this as, you know, uh, an energetic guy, party animal, you know, having fun wherever he is on the football, off the football field. And that's Rob Gronkowski. He's a uh, not only is he electrifying, electric, electrifying player breaking records left and right as a tight end position. He's also hosting, hosting cruises and has a CBD line and, you know, partying Wait, on Rob the Gronkowski field. Rob Gronkowski has a CBD line? I'm pretty sure he does. I, uh, I don't need quote to look this. that up. Yes, you do, Schlinger. You need to calm down and let Nate talk. Okay. I'm pretty sure he uh, got into that business when he was retired from the NFL before he came back and, you know, has another chance at a ring with his boy Tom Brady. But, you know, he's also dating a, a former Sports Illustrated uh, cover model there and everything like that. So, yeah, my sector of energy is Rob Gronkowski for obvious reasons. Man, unlimited energy. You are, you are not wrong. Different, different definitions of energy for the two of us. But, but you, are, you are spot on with your secretary of energy. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So after that, we've, we've gone through our homeland security. We've gone through education. We've gone through energy. So it's now time for secretary of transportation. I'll kick this off. I'm going Derrick Henry, running back of the Tennessee Titans. He just recently rushed for 2,000 yards in a season this last season. He pretty much single-handedly transported the Titans into the playoffs. There's no one else in this league I can uh, argue is a better transporter of the not only football, but his team himself than Derrick Henry, who, like I said, carried his entire team, transported them to the NFL playoffs. That That's... That is a that is a wonderful wonderful choice, um, and I, I was going along the same idea, but um, <laughs> you could take this one away, Schlanger, because I know you were excited about this. Oh, you know it, baby. We went with the bus. He's literally called the bus. 
Jerome freaking Bettis. If you want a, a, a secretary of transportation, you want someone who is named after something that transports a lot of people. I mean, if you needed one yard, literally one yard at some point between the years of 1993 and 2005, Jerome Bettis was the guy who you wanted lined up behind you. Like, like I wanted to try to find a stat for how many plays he touched the ball that resulted in negative yards. I'm assuming it's zero. Um, but since I know <laughs> that's not true, uh, I'm not going to officially say that it's zero. The guy for being called the bus, he stopped for nobody. I, that was a way better. Joke I love, than- <laughs> I love that pick, man. So, uh, oh yes, yes, that is that is uh, that is my pick for Secretary <laughs> of Transportation. And then we moved on. Love uh, or, or do you have, you, you have uh, something to say about Jerome Bettis? Uh, I got him in the back. If you want to try to tackle him, well, it's a we don't have Jerome no, he'll, Bettis he'll in our obviously apartment. Run me I mean, it would be pretty impressive if you guys were just out there hanging out with Jerome Bettis. You know, I know he made appearances in the office and whatnot. I'm not sure you guys are a fan of that show, but. Yeah, Jerome Bettis, obviously the boss. You really can't uh, can't go with a, another person besides him as the Dep- uh, Secretary of Transportation. I, I do love what's happening here. Like we, we the, like the two of us have different picks for a lot of these, but we realize consensusly that like one of them. One of them is is kind of the right pick. Like I really, really did like your Gronkowski pick for Secretary of Energy. But uh, but since we're moving on to health and human services, and Schlanger isn't good for humans or health, um, I'm gonna go ahead and take this one. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and call Andrew Luck back up out of retirement for to be my Secretary Ooh. of Health and Human Services. Uh, because he did something that very few football players have done in the history of the game, and that is he stepped away from the game before the game pushed him out. He acknowledged that his mental and physical health were more important uh, than, than the game that he loved, and and while I have no doubt that that was probably the hardest decision of his life, I think that it, that, that is genuinely something that every player, and not to get too you know serious and touchy-feely, but I really think that every human being needs to learn from Andrew Luck in this way. No game, no job, no anything is worth more than your mental health and your physical well-being. Um, and that is when Andrew Luck demonstrated that. Captain Andrew Luck is without a doubt my Secretary of Health and Human Services. Yeah, I don't know how I'm supposed to follow that up. I don't have Andrew Luck Take in that. mind, but That's that is a right. great pick. I do miss the Andrew Luck at the Andrew Luck Twitter page, though. That was a fantastic page to follow. You know, uh, famous letters to his mother back home as yes. he leads his uh, troops into battle. Yeah, I'm going with Tom Brady as mine. Again, I think this is pretty obvious. 20 years in the league, only missed one season with injury. Had very minor injuries through 20 years of football. Uh, not like Andrew Luck, who stepped away from the game, but Tom Brady is trying to prolong his football career with whatever he does to his body, that diet he goes through. I don't understand how this man is still doing this just as he picked a a team at random and was like, hey, let's go to the Super Bowl. That's what he's doing this year. But yeah, Tom Brady is the definition of uh, health and uh, and with health comes human services in my opinion. So yeah, these uh, nutrition beast that is Tom Brady is my pick for this uh, position of my cabinet. That that is a great pick. Um, that that TB12 system. I have genuinely heard that it has changed a lot of people's lives. And like for for how much I hate Tom Brady as a football player, um, and for various other reasons, um, like he's he is a health and and physical guru. Um, and it's and it's a miracle what he's been able 
to how he's been able to stay at the top of his game for so, so long. Yeah, it's insane. 20 years and he had, what was it? How long ago was that? 20, 2008, was it? Was it 2008 that he tore no, his ACL? later no. than that. I think it was. Yeah, it, I don't it, even it has, know what year it was. 2008, it was, but... 2008 he tore his ACL because, yeah, that was. Matt Castle. Yeah, and I don't think. I, I they went like the 11 or 12 games, missed the playoffs. And this one season, one season, 20 years in the league as an NFL quarterback, he's still, what, was he 43 and leading teams to the Super Bowl? Yep. Insane. Insane. Yep. So let's move to Secretary of Labor. This is, uh, I love this pick here. You know, you think of labor, you think of hard workers, guys in the gym at 4 a.m. grinding it out, making, uh, you know, barely making cuts onto their NFL team. But I'm going with Philip Rivers because he has nine kids and has obviously, <laughs> he's obviously seen his wife go through labor nine times. So Secretary of Labor goes with Philip Rivers. He's got to be an expert at it. <laughs> He's got to be pretty good. I uh, wanted to go Antonio Cromartie here, but, uh, you know, I figured this is a more PC for Phil Rivers, who uh, had nine kids with the same woman opposed to Antonio Cromartie, who had a bunch with uh, different women. That's amazing. Oh, man. I love I love your picks. I I think yours are the much funnier picks than mine. Do I get to speak? No, because this isn't a funny pick. Oh, then be funnier, please. Well, well, you you can take the next one, I promise. My Secretary of Labor is one J.C. Treader. And if you are unfamiliar with J.C. Treader, I don't know why, but I am on a Browns offensive lineman kick. It's just, it's a thing, apparently. Um, J.C. Treader was the obvious choice to me because he is currently the president of the NFLPA, um, speaking of labor. And uh, he played a pivotal role in educating the full player membership about the pros and cons of the CBA that passed just this past year. Like, we can we can thank J.C. Treader for a lot of why we even had football in 2020. I mean, and this guy literally has a college degree in industrial labor relations. I kid you not. He went to college to talk about <laughs> labor laws. So, like, when I say that he is my football player secretary of labor, like, honestly, J.C. Treader could probably legitimately qualify potentially for the position sometime in the future like like and and labor is something that is that is important to me personally as as an actor and as someone involved in unions players put their minds and literally their brains and their bodies on the line and uh to have jc treader as as such a great advocate for these players um I think he would be a great advocate for America as well in America's labor. Yeah, I went with the comedy route, and therefore you went with the uh, yeah. serious route that <laughs> oh, makes no. a ton of sense. But your comedy route was so good. I'm glad someone appreciated it. Well, um, I promised that you could speak, so uh, for the Secretary of Commerce, you can take it. Thank you very much. People like hearing me talk more than you anyway. Tyron Matthew. Why Secretary of Commerce? Because, okay, so the Secretary of Commerce deals with all American business. And if there is one thing I know about business, is it is that you are supposed to get as much as you can for yourself and give nothing to the other person. That's not how business works. Well, in, in, in a in lot Hercules. of cases. Exactly. Nate agrees with me, Samuels. So you stay in your corner. I'm in the same chair as you. Start quiet. So not only did Tyron Matthew literally bet on himself six years into his career by taking a one-year contract with my crappy Houston Texans, 
he turned that into a three-year, $42 million contract, which it's the fourth highest paid safety in the game. Not the highest paid safety, but that is still a man who is very, very smart with his money. So we know that he's good with the money. And plus, we if, going back to, to my, my values of business, the honey badger works tirelessly to protect your territory and protect everything you have and take away via interception or forcing fumbles everything from the other side. And if that's what business is about, then Tyron Matthew is the guy I want in charge of business. All right. I absolutely love that pick. Um, mine's a different route. I'm going Baker Mayfield. This is because he's in about 9,000 different commercials for 9,000 different <laughs> uh, companies. He is reaping the benefits of capitalism. He is getting money anywhere he possibly can. If you turn on an NFL game, I guarantee you between every commercial break, you'll see a Baker Mayfield commercial. If there's anyone in the league that knows how business works, it's the guy who is filming commercials for every business there is. Yeah, um, I'm I'm going with your pick on that. I think you won the Secretary of Commerce because <laughs> honestly, and I love the Baker Mayfield commercials. I don't know about you, but like he's he's like Peyton Manning, with of, like the new Peyton Manning for commercials. Like you just love to see him in him. Yeah, but at least Peyton Manning waited until he's retired to start cashing out. Baker Mayfield was a, was a year into the league and started going through every commercial possible. <laughs> That's because Baker Mayfield's not as talented as Peyton Manning. <laughs> You've got a point there. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's move on to our Secretary of Agriculture. And I think this is a pretty clear-cut one in my opinion. I'm going Von Miller. The, Dennis, uh, the linebacker of the Denver Broncos. This man literally has a degree in poultry. He owns a chicken farm, and uh, that was his life goal, to own a chicken farm. So I think it's pretty clear-cut that Von Miller, uh, he, he is a player in this league that not only owns a farm but has a degree in farming. Uh, I think this is pretty easy, in my opinion. <laughs> I, I wanted to find room for Von Miller in my cabinet, because I don't know if you know this about us, but uh, but we're huge Texas A&M fans. So I've been following Von Miller since before he hit the NFL. Love this guy. Absolutely love him. And I think you are so spot on with your Secretary of Ag- Agriculture. But, but, I think we have a great one. I think Les Miles knows what agriculture tastes like. Like, he, that dude eats <laughs> turf. Like, he's not a player. He's not a player. You cannot pick Les Miles as our Secretary of Agriculture. Culture. I have a real one, and it is Alvin Kamara. Um, Les Miles, <laughs> as Schlanger said, he may literally eat turf. Um, but Alvin Kamara has been eating up that turf on the football field figuratively on a level unseen, maybe in the history of football. In 2020, he averaged 6.3 yards per touch as a running back. That is insane. Just for reference, Christian McCaffrey broke an insane number of records in 2019. He had an absolutely historic season, and he only averaged 5.9 yards per touch. That's almost a full half yard more per touch on Alvin Kamara's part. And Alvin Kamara just tears through the figurative agriculture on those football field better than anyone else in the game right now. But after you talked about Von Miller, I, I wish I would have put Von Miller here. That was the right choice. That was a great, that was a great dude literally raised chickens. I love how I went with a literal agriculture pick and, you know, you you uh, broke this down as Alvin Kamara, who literally makes a living by, you know, tracking on a field, literally turf. But yeah, this is a, this is so much fun. You know, having different uh, interpretations of these cabinet positions. 
to name uh, hypothetically an NFL player to those. And we did. Nate did not tell us for for any listeners. We had no idea who the other guy was going to pick. I'm actually more surprised that none of us picked the same. I mean, me and Samuels picked all the same people for some reason. But but me and uh, <laughs> us and Nate. Uh, we still have only matched up on one, um, so I'm really excited to uh, to hear moving forward what uh, what we got going on. Should we move forward to the Secretary of the Interior? Yeah, like like you said, uh, you know, we haven't doubled up yet except one, and like I said, we doubled on that first one. I said uh, we'll probably double up again, but we haven't yet. But let's go forward. Who do you have for your Secretary of Interior? I've got it. I'm I am excited about this one. And this one is a little weird. I will say it might be a little bit of a stretch, but when I think Secretary of the Interior, I immediately think of defensive tackle because defensive tackles uh they spend 100% of the game in the interior of the baddest scrummy action on the field. So I want someone who was absolutely legendary at that position, and that's Warren Sapp. Like, and I know this is going a little back, but the thing is, back when I was growing up in the 1990s, I didn't care about defensive linemen. I was just learning the game of football. All I cared was about quarterbacks, wide receivers, running bats, etc. But Warren Sapp was such an absolute legend, even as a kid who grew up as a Houston Oilers fan, question mark, maybe some Miami Dolphins in there with the Houston Texans eventually, but like Warren Sapp, the prime of Warren Sapp's career was when the Houston Texans weren't around. And he made me want to wear the number 99. He made both the Hall of Fame all 90s and all all zeros, all aughts team. I think they're called aughts. Yeah, they're called aughts. The aughts team. Um, and that is the guy who made two different decade Hall of Fame teams. That's who I want in charge of our interior. Interior everything. Interior design, too. I'm sure he has a beautiful artistic mind. Uh, I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> you know his former team is going to the Super Bowl and the Buccaneers there. I know he did some damage down there in Tampa Bay. Uh, but it's funny. You went you went defensive side of the ball. I'm going offensive side of the ball with a yes. guard, you know, making his uh, livelihood there in the interior, the offensive line. I'm going with the pound-for-pound pound best uh, offensive line in the game. Quentin Nelson of the Indianapolis Colts. Yes. Uh, when, I, when I think of the Secretary of Interior, this is a guy who is on the interior of the line, protecting what is his, protecting the whoever is the Colts quarterback. May it be, you know, luck of the past or if Phil Rivers of the past now that he retired, but there is no better offensive lineman in the game than Quentin Nelson. He just happens to be on the interior side of the line. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, it's just a matter of whether you want. Uh, an offensive or a defensive uh, secretary of the interior. I think these are actually pretty even matches because okay, you're not wrong. Yeah, Quentin Nelson is just a, a brick wall for the Colts. Yeah, he's absolutely an animal there. And uh, again, I love how we uh, interpret these positions differently. So let's see who we have for Secretary of Justice. I'll leave this off here. I'm going TJ Watt of the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. When I get justice, I think of a, a guy laying the hammer down, proving what needs to be done. And that's TJ Watt, arguably the best defensive player in the league. One of the best defensive players in the league. He's getting to the quarterback. He's laying him down, getting to the running back, laying him down and just simply laying the hammer down. And, uh, you know, that's what justice is. The, the judge slam the hammer down. That is one interpretation of justice. And that is a very, that is a solid interpretation of justice because Lord knows if I, if I was guilty of a crime, I would not want T.J. Watt 
trying to run me down. That would be terrifying, literally. <laughs> yeah, um, just imagine you get arrested and here comes TJ Watt around the corner charging at you. Right? He doesn't even need the riot gear. Just like he just needs some <laughs> shoulder pads. He's going. My secretary of justice is Ray Lewis. It's not. No, Schlanger, stop. It is our secretary of justice is not Ray Lewis. I don't care how well he worked the system or whatever happened. It is not <laughs> Ray Lewis. Um, Can you give us our can you give them a real one? Fine. I really wanted it to be Ray Lewis, though. Honestly, and again, these were different interpretations of the justice. I was thinking the long arm of the law. And I'm thinking uh, like the justice system has to catch everything that comes near it. Uh, and like all the any crime, any crime that goes on, they have to catch it. And when I think about catching things, and yes, I am a little bit of a homer here, Deshaun, DeAndre Hopkins, I almost said Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, um, DeAndre Hopkins. Who is also may leaving your team. Who is, yes, who is also leaving our team. I'll get to that later. Um, DeAndre Hopkins catches everything, literally everything. And I, I honestly, like, unfortunately, I don't have stats that support this because there was no stat um, at least that I can find with a free subscript, like free accounts on everything um, that says how often wide receivers catch balls that should not be caught. But DeAndre Hopkins 100% has the best hands in football, and I dare anyone to argue with me otherwise. And if you don't believe me, just go to www.youtube.com slash watch question mark v equals sign 6l <laughs> you don't go through the whole okay it is it, yes just look up deandre hopkins top 10 plays like the dude literally catches everything and the justice system is supposed to catch everything so that is why we chose deandre hopkins as our security uh, secretary of justice i love that there was uh i don't know if it was two or three years ago but he literally went through an entire season, 16 games, without dropping a single pass. So uh, there's that as well. Yep, I know, and, and I know drops it. And I was and I was looking at at drops stats, and he does have some drops over the past few years, and that you know that happens. I guess Travis Kelsey would also be a good one for this because that dude literally drops nothing. I think he has like one drop, had one drop last year or something. Anyway, um, but he's not our pick, DeAndre Hopkins, because he's DeAndre Hopkins. Can't argue there. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump right in. Schlanger, you just had your chance. Um, you finished it. I know because you got off track and started trying to give people a YouTube link over your voice. Um, Secretary of Defense is next, and for my Secretary of Defense, I'm going with Cam Chancellor. During the 2012 to 2015 seasons, the Seahawks led the league in scoring defense. That's allowing the fewest points scored each year for four straight years. The Legion of Boom was nothing to mess with. So, like, say what you want about, about that being a team effort, because obviously it was. That whole defense made the Legion of Boom. But Cam Chancellor was definitely one of the vocal leaders of that group, uh, if not the vocal leader of that group. And, my God, did he just bring the pain uh, bring the boom literally from the defensive back position. I mean, the guy just hits hard hits and you, you, you don't want to try to, it doesn't matter how big you are. It doesn't matter if you're Derek Henry size, like cam chancellor will knock you on your butt. Yeah. I'm not sure he had to bring those teams up to me, you know, oh, how oh, I feel I'm sorry. About that. I'm sorry. The Seahawks. Yeah. That, that was a, a rough time in my life. Um, <laughs> 
But uh, I mean, I can't I can't argue against you there. That team was fantastic. That defense was fantastic. I'm actually going to stay in that division. I'm going Aaron Donald as my secretary of defense. Um, I was so close know, to that one. Yes, that's a good one. <laughs> he uh, right now is the best defensive player in the league. Uh, you know, defensive tackle, defensive anywhere he lines up, he is a difference maker. Literally just transforms a defense that Rams defense was one of the best in the league this year. Uh, because of him, he, you know, on the interior, like I said, or the outterior, he just gets the quarterback and, you know, he's the best defensive player in the league right now. So when I think of secretary of defense, I'm going with the best and that's Aaron Donald. Yeah, you are, you are not wrong there. And that's, it is, it is a goal because Cam Chancellor was never up for, for defensive, defensive player of the year, I don't think. Um, and it is, it is a lot harder for safeties to, to be up for that award but yeah i was definitely looking for like the leader position and i'm pretty sure uh, uh, someone will probably correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure cam was the defensive play caller for for at least a couple of those years as far as the defensive backs go i'm probably wrong yeah who knows at this point i just know that i don't like the seahawks so yeah, let's move forward. I'm going Secretary of Treasury here. I'll leave this one off. I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes as mine. Why? Because the man secured a 10-year, $450 million contract. This is the highest-paid contract in NFL history uh, for a quarterback for any position whatsoever. So I figured if this man can finesse, I'm not sure he's finessing because he's obviously worth this amount of money as he's already won a Super Bowl and is on the brink of winning another one. But if this man can get $45 million a year through 10 years, which is an obscene amount of years for an NFL quarterback or NFL player uh, in general, he uh, knows how to handle some money, and uh, uh, that's who I want to uh, lead my treasury department. And not to mention those lucrative deals with State Farm. Yeah, he is uh, you know, they're trying to phase Aaron Rodgers out there to make Patrick Mahomes the new face of that as well. Yes, um, I love the Patrick Mahomes pick. You don't get the treasury. I get the money here. I make the money. So our secretary of treasury is going to be Marshawn Lynch because of that one brilliant speech. Um, oh, oh my gosh, which, yes, this man. Woo. He's And he's not wrong. Nate, Nate knows exactly the speech I'm talking about. And honestly, if you are a football fan, you probably know what speech I'm talking about. Uh, a couple of choice quotes from this speech. They don't be taking care of their chicken, right? Because that bleep don't last forever. So take care of y'all bread. So when y'all done, go ahead and take care of yourself. Take care of y'all chicken. Take care of y'all mentals. And honestly, bro, like... We should all take care of our chicken and take care of our mentals. I, Marshawn Lynch, I want him in charge of all of the money in the America because, like, he's yes, he he clearly knows he clearly knows how to take care of his money. Uh, Twitter.com slash Joe underscore fan. We're not doing this again, Schlanger. They can find the speech if they look up Marshawn Lynch chicken speech. That's all you need to look up. They, I don't know why Schlanger is like a 72-year-old man when it comes to, to working the internet. I, I do what I can. You have a secretary. Okay. No, I have a you, – you already did your secretary of treasury. Um, <laughs> honestly, yours is the, the maybe the smart pick, but um, I like our pick better, so I'm going to stick with Marshawn Lynch. I want him. I want him. Well, this man knows how to market himself, knows how to make money off very simple words such as, I'm just here so I don't get fined. He made a lot of money off that, you know, merch after he had that infamous speech. Um, So, yeah, this man knows how to get money in a very simple way. And, you know, just whatever he says, 
can be a great quotable phrase for a t-shirt. You're absolutely right. Marshawn even gets Skittles money. He gets lit. Marshawn is honestly a role model. And I, I am, he got I know Skittles it is money. What else do you need? What? What else do you need? He's got Skittles money. You know, exactly. like how do you, how does an NFL player, uh, you know, someone you assume to be the top of physical condition to get a candy sponsorship? Because he's a genius. And that, like, I know it. this is Schlanger talking, but I fully mean it. Marshawn Lynch is a gift to humanity. He is a brilliant <laughs> human being and honestly should All be. Right, a let's not go that far. A lot of people. Oh, let's not but, go that far. Ah, I, well, we got okay, kids you listening, just don't like man. him because he was a Seahawk. You have, you have team bias against the guy. Hey, man, he was a Buffalo Bill as well. Oh, my God. I forgot. I didn't. I, my brain sometimes doesn't go that far. I was only incepted about. 10 months, eight months ago. So I haven't been around that long. <laughs> well, we'll forgive you for that then. Uh, yeah, Schlanger's still young. Uh, do you want to take our Secretary of State, though? I do. I do. We, we are moving on. We are, we are in our last two cabinet positions. Um, Secretary of State and Vice President. And I'm going to go with the Secretary of State. We already had one of the brothers. Got to have the other one. J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt is going to be our Secretary of State, because uh, the Secretary of State is the Chief Foreign Affairs Advisor, someone who knows how to um, how to how to interact with and work with foreign entities. Um, and so this is why uh, I think the, the this role is very suited for J.J. Watt. Maybe it's because he knows how to promptly organize humanitarian aid in times of need, like he did with Hurricane Harvey. Maybe it's because someone, if you know, if someone from a foreign entity needs to get knocked on their butt, he's historically one of the best in the league at doing it, as the only player in NFL history to record over 20 sacks in two different seasons. But maybe what makes him most suited as uh, the chief foreign affairs advisor is because all of his closest friends end up with other foreign entities. So he has a lot of friends um, outside of his team, from DeAndre Hopkins to Tyron Matthews and soon Deshaun Watson. He has more friends outside of the Houston Texans organization than he does within the Houston Texans organization. So he is more than willing and very fitting to interact with other foreign entities Screw you, McNair family, you know, Bill O'Brien. I just, I, I, this is not what this podcast is about, Slinger. Calm down. Um, Nate, on Bill be there. We, yes, we, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I know, I know you know Team Angst, Homer. And- yeah, uh, I don't hate that pick, but I'm going to go with Drew Brees' mine. I went with someone that's a uh, elder of the league who's been around for a while. I believe he's, you know, played against every team in the NFL. Um, you know, it's no Tom Brady because I used him already. Who I think has a has a uh, win against every team in the NFL. Um, but yeah, Drew Brees. He is an elder spokesman of the league. He's respected widely by everyone else. You know, so like you said, this is a position that is uh, to deal with foreign affairs and and whatnot. But you know, Drew Brees. We saw this after he lost to Tom Brady. Tom Brady who is, you know, the best ever do it came out and, and uh, congratulate him on a great career as he retired. Then uh, news broke prior to that game happening. But yeah, this is a guy who I would believe to be a great uh, communicator between the teams and the uh, uh, other ambassadors, as you will uh, across the world, or I guess in this scenario, the NFL. I love that pick and Drew Brees, just an all around 
all-around classy guy, an amazing player, the easy Hall of Famer, like, and very, very obviously everyone who he interacted with on the football field loved him. There was no one that had a bad word to say about Drew Brees. And that's what I'm saying here to uh, lead our Secretary of State position. But let's roll into our final position of the podcast of our cabin tree here as the president of the make-believe United States that only can select cabinet decisions from the NFL, which is an odd thing to do. Vice president uh, for my... For my four years, hopefully eight years in office, if you guys will reelect me. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm, definitely. You have my. Vote. I'm I'm uh, campaigning hard already for that reelection. I don't want to leave this Oval Office. This is a great place to live. I'm going Larry Fitzgerald as my vice president. Yes, this man is widely respected. You can't say anything bad about this guy. Um, he's been in the league forever and it's not like he's trying to jump ship. He is, uh, he is one to stay home with his, uh, you know, sport his colors. May it be the Cardinal red or the red, white, and blue. He is there to support, you know, anyone and everyone coming through there. He's seen different people of leadership, but still stuck true to this. And I just love that stat that he has more career tackles as a wide receiver than he does uh, drop passes in the career. That has nothing to do with being a vice president, but I just love to say that stat. I mean, that is that is one of my favorite stats in the history it of the has NFL. to be. <laughs> like, what an, what an absolute, like, speaking of good hands and just immaculate professional, Larry Fitzgerald is the guy. Yeah, Larry Legend. Yup, 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 which leads us to my vice president pick, and it's official. We only had one double up, and that was that was towards the very beginning. That was Ryan Fitzpatrick as the Secretary of Education. And I think that just I think that says more about Ryan Fitzpatrick than it does than about it does, uh, us or anything else. <laughs> yes, um, because my vice president pick is actually Peyton Manning, um, like and I'll tell you too. why. Yeah, like a just one of the clearly clearly one of the best to ever throw leather sling leather that i don't know if that's an actual term that people use but you should sling I'm leather start using it though yes um so this guy but, but he is the epitome of vice president he will never ever be seen as the number one guy despite being one of the best in 2013 he threw the most touchdown passes in a single season in football history and that record still stands and yet the 406 fantasy points that he scored that season were topped by two second-year quarterbacks in two consecutive seasons by Mahomes in 2018 with 417 and by Lamar Jackson in 2019 with 416. Like, like the dude can't catch a break. His little brother had more Super Bowl rings than him until literally his final game in an NFL uniform. Like, he, Peyton Manning just cannot catch a break on being the number one guy in anything. And yet... He is perfectly suited for that number one spot. He's one of, I've said it a lot of times, the dude is one of the smartest to ever play the quarterback position. He knew defenses inside and out. He was one of the best to throw the ball, um, but he was always the bridesmaid, never the bride. But extremely effective and absolute asset to the game of football. And that's why Peyton Manning is my vice president. All right, awesome. Love that pick as well. I think we each had some great uh, analysis of why the NFL players we associated with each cabinet position. Obviously, we left some out there. We could have gone uh, forever. There is countless cabinet positions and then assistants, and, you know, list goes on and on. But, yeah, we broke down 
you know, 14 of which we could actually name an NFL player to without getting too far-fetched. I know, uh, you know, such as my labor, my secretary of labor was a little out there, but, you know, besides <laughs> that, I think we, uh, we hit the nail on the head uh, with, with some of these picks there. It was a, it was a fun time for sure. And uh, before we get off here, um, you know, Leighton, where can people find you on social media? So I'm going to say this as Samuels because it's hard to understand. I am on Twitter at LT Schlamuels because, because he has to include me in his Twitter name. I know, and it, it, scro- it screws everything up. It is L-T-S-C-H-L-Amuels, A-M-U-E-L-S. Um, so that's on Twitter, at Leighton Samuels Official on Instagram. Uh, and and check out uh, check out Anchor, uh, check out Samuels versus Schlanger. If you just search Samuels versus Schlanger, I promise you, there is nothing else. You will find the anchor. You'll find us on Spotify. Check out Samuels versus Schlanger, along with everything that Nate's about to tell you. Yeah, for sure. That uh, was pretty obvious of what uh, you know. Like you said, if you hop on any form of podcast network, either search We Know Fantasy or Samuels versus Schlanger, you're gonna find re- uh, previous episodes of the uh, duo going at it with each other. But uh, my name is Nate. I can be found on social media at We Know Fantasy on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Visit our website at WeKnowFantasy.com for some more fantasy sports analysis. We've recently rebranded. We have a new pod, or we have a new logo, excuse me. We are releasing fantasy football, fantasy basketball, and fantasy hockey content at the moment. There'll be fantasy baseball content coming up. So yeah, we do it all here at We Know Fantasy. And, uh, you know, we appreciate everyone t- tuning into this uh, this different podcast than you would normally see here on the network. Uh, as we move forward, you'll see some fancy football content uh, coming at you. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you. Good night. <laughs>